All right. <clears throat> so here we are on the eve, tw roughly 12 hours after Pokemon Generation 9 has been announced. Yeah, and I'm, I may be a 33-year-old man, but I will fully admit to squeeing over the new starters. They're adorable. I don't care. I love them. This has been the first in a while where I've liked all three starters right off the bat. Yeah, I'm having a hard time. Like, I know we're still a ways out. I don't know what one I want to pick. Unless Fuecoco or Quaxley evolve into, like, super cool looking starters, probably going to pick Sprigatito. Yeah, and because I'm a f that fucking guy, I'll probably end up naming him something weed-related. <laughs> Puffy man. Certainly or girl. Ganja or... Uh... <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm reading... Diesel. <laughs> I'm reading Bulbapedia. Uh, I'm reading the article they have for Quaxley. Name origin. Quaxley may be derived from Quack. You think? Yeah, just just maybe. You think? <laughs> I just I love his pompadour. It's adorable. It it's really great. is. I I love his little little hairdo. Also, like, like we've talked about already before we started the cast, he better turn into a little greaser. That would be so fucking cool. And then he turns into a water slash dark type. Yeah. Perfect. That'd be dope. Um, further uh, reading into my theory that it, the new region, it's not really my theory, it's like the theory. Right. That the region is, is based either on Spain or Italy or like a combination of both. Because so far, all three of the new starters' names are the same in both Spanish and Italian. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good uh, theory, then. Based on what little info we have. Yeah. Uh, I Although, I think that may be the same for every starter. I'm looking through Bulbapedia articles for all the other starters and all the other games... And it looks like their names are pretty much the same in Spanish and Italian as they are in English. But, I mean, if you saw the architecture and also just the names Sprigatito and Fu Fuecoco. Yeah, no, I, I get you. I get where you're coming from. Yeah, it's got to be like Italy, Spain. Also, I hope they like and not that there was anything wrong with it, but I think they just do better when they have it be more like. Hey, this is kind of a little bit inspired by instead of like with Sword and Shield where it was straight up, hey, this is supposed to be England. Right, right, right. Or um or Scotland or whatever whichever one. Oh, uh, which region was basically New York? Was that Unova? Black and white? I don't remember. It's been a long time since I booted up that game. I honestly, I played first, second, little bit of third, jumped to XY, and then Sword Shield, and I'm back in now. So, like, there's a bunch of it I never played. Ah, gotcha. I think I've, I've played every generation 
I haven't played all of the games. Um, like, for example, I completely missed out on the Gen 2 remakes. So I've never played Heart Gold or Soul Silver. With, uh, much to my chagrin, I'd love to play those games, but they're fucking expensive now. Right. Because game collectors have gone a little crazy. A little? Like, let me just Google, or let me eBay search, Pokemon Heart Gold. And let's just sort uh, newly listed. Right off the bat, $133. Right. And what was that on again? That was still... That was the uh, Nintendo DS. Yeah. Ah, Pokemon Heart Gold version, no manual with inserts, authentic, $150 or best offer. I'll give you about $350. $250 plus 8 Dollars shipping. Mm, about Come on, man. About And then there's people just selling the cartridge for like sixty bucks, which is, I guess, whatever. But that's a little, still a little nuts. Dude, there are some games that just do not lose their value. Uh, my wife's family used to run a used game store. Yeah. And like, they could still sell based on market value. Uh, used copies of the original Smash Brothers for like 50 bucks. Jesus. Okay, so here's another game that I've been looking for. I'm going to do a slight, slight left turn off of Pokemon for a second. But a game I've been looking to add back to my Sega Genesis collection is Castlevania Bloodlines. Because I had it as a kid. And the last time I searched for it on eBay, it had to have been like several years ago it was still at like the 60 to like 80 dollar range depending on if you get it in box or whatever ebay put a listing of 350 dollars for castlevania bloodlines and they tagged it with great price yeah yeah if i Uh If I want Castlevania Bloodlines in box, it's going to range between any anywhere between like 90 to $400 almost. And this is kind of why I don't have a problem with like Castlevania collection and Contra collection and all the little mini retro emulator consoles is because otherwise people have to still have those old systems and spend Buku out the ass money to play some of these games. I know. And hey, if you want to use a fucking emulator and pirate that shit, go ahead. I don't give a shit. But like, I'm all for more access in any way possible for any way anybody wants to play it. Also, it's just like, you know, game preservation. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, so it's a thing in. Um, I saw a gay clown Putin pulled up. <laughs> Um, it's a thing in trading card that's collecting. Gonna, that's going to be a random ass thing for people to hear in the middle of the fucking <laughs> I know. Uh, so it's been a thing in trading card collecting where you can like send your card in to get graded based on like how pure and pristine it is. Yeah. And that whole thing's a racket. It's coming to find out. Um, well, the trading card at that one, I have less of an issue with, um, it's 
game grading that I have an issue with. Because Castlevania Bloodline Sega Genesis WADA graded 9.0 A++. <laughs> you want to take a guess at the price of that? It's a few thousand, isn't it? $1,899. Yeah, here's the thing. I'm fairly sure it's been coming out that the place that grades those officially is actually owned or has a stake in the auction house that sell that officially sells them. You know, that wouldn't surprise me. So I- there's actually a lot of impropriety yeah. being alleged there that is getting a, a lot of people up in arms recently. Right, right. And so far, I haven't heard anything about that with, like, Beckett for trading card grading or, like, PSA or there's one other big one that people do for trading card grading. But uh, it's the one that I've been seeing that people are, like, super, like, exposing is video game grading. Yeah. And also just, like, new time, like, new... New collectors are basically just trading money and games back and forth. Yeah. It's it's like it's like art auctions. You know what I mean? You mean like video games should be treated like art, like people have been arguing for years? I do. However, I don't know how to word this. So, because I can't, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, Oh, no, now I'm curious. I like I said, I can't word it. I don't know how to word what I want to say, so I'm not going. You don't to. want to. Don't want to try in words. I don't have the words, so I'm not going to words. Listen, the think chemical in my brain ain't working. Oh no, I get you. I completely understand <laughs> that one. Oh, um, have you beat Legends Arceus yet? No, but I uh, am currently playing it. God damn it. But, um, Go ahead and spoil. Like, I, with the Pokemon games, I don't care on spoilers. Ooh, this Pokemon shows up. Ooh, this incredibly predictable plot twist happens. <laughs> but they're Pokemon. I don't care. I'm not here for this story so much. I'm here for the fucking cool-ass little monsters. There's nothing really plot twisty in Legends Arceus. There is one thing where it turns out the cook is actually a fucking ninja. So, take that for what it's worth. You mean the guy that makes all the potato mochi? Yeah, he's actually a ninja. Yeah, I know that tracks looking at him. <laughs> he looks like a wizened old ninja master. It's a pretty tough fight, too, because you do have to fight him uh, like before you go and catch Dialga and Palkia. Um, I'm just now getting to where I'm getting uh, to where I can get on the Wauda. Hell yeah. Wow, you're, you're that... Wow, you're not very far in the game at all. Yeah, I stopped playing the Switch for a little bit because uh, a bunch of PS5 games dropped that I wanted to play. Yeah. The end of 2021 and the beginning of 2022 has just been loaded with games. Well, I was one of the guys that actually got Cyberpunk early. Yeah. So, like, I've been suffering through. And they finally dropped the PS5 version with the big 1.5 update. Oh, so like, yeah. So it's like, hey, it, it it's actually kind of like this is what the game should have been. 
There's still a few things like that fall short, but like it is so much better. You know, I was playing it a little bit on my PS4, but I I put it down because you know that I just do that with the games now. No, I admittedly never had a uh, a lot of bug issues. I was lucky in that regard. The only bugs that I've ran into playing the PS4 version is just like voiceover not syncing with the subtitles. Well, or just voiceover not working at all. To be completely honest, I did have a PS4 Pro and that may have. Well, I have a PS4 Pro as well. That may have something to do with it because I think they had less problems on the Pro than they did the 4. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, honestly, that was kind of to be expected. Right. Um, but uh, Trying to play anything new on a launch version of a PS4 is... Ugh. Hey, I actually had a launch version. <sighs> Shit. Well, I think I only had my four of uh, my pro. For like. Two years before the five dropped. So I actually got a hell of a lot of use out of my launch version, and I never really had many issues with it. it well, hey, that's good. Yeah, I got really, I got real lucky with that fucking PS4. It was a goddamn workhorse because, <laughs> like, you know how I game. You know the hours I put in. Oh yeah, and for that fucker to not fuck up, like that, that's a hell of an endorsement there. Ooh, speaking of games, I started, uh, I restarted my run in Bloodborne just because it's a game that I've been endlessly fascinated about. And I'm, I suck at Soulsborne games. I am not good <laughs> at Soulsborne. Oh yeah, fucking, uh, fucking Elden Ring dropped between yeah. last recording and this one. Uh, I haven't been playing Elden Ring because I don't have it. Yeah, you need to fix that when you can. <laughs> it, is it on? It's on PS4, right? Yes, it is. Let me just. It is very much good. Very much good. Yeah, no, I, dude, take everything about a Soulsborne and put it in an open world setting. I can run the fuck around everywhere explore and find all kinds of different shit like it's it's great it looks so fucking cool it is i love it like i haven't seen any i think the only like videos i've seen of elden ring are like the trailer or however many of the trailers there were i don't know how many there were um in like a little bit of markiplier streaming it that's about it but just the cover art alone looks so fucking cool. No, I, I'm absolutely loving it. It's great. Uh, <clears throat> you find any Berserk references? The Great Sword is straight up the Dragon Slayer now. Yeah, that's one that I've been saying. Like, like that's not a joke, people. It is straight up the fucking Dragon Slayer from Berserk. It's it's now is the moonlight greet sword in Elden Ring. I don't know. I'm still in the beginning area. I am not that far. 
Well, I just looked it up and I will not tell you whether or not it's in there or not. Is it in Sekiro? It is in, I believe, every Soulsborne. I know, but like Sekiro seems like a weird game to put it in. Oh, nope. Unfortunately, no. The Moonlight Greatsword does not appear in Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Probably because of the the samurai sort of deal. So that's the only Soulsborne game that doesn't have it. That's another Soulsborne game I have not played. Have you played Sekiro? Yeah. I've I've not beaten, but I've at least played every Soulsborne. Except for uh, Demon Souls. And you got that one. You got the PS5 version of that one, right? Uh, no, I don't actually have that one. That's the only one I haven't. I just fucking I looked up Sekiro on Steam and one of my friends left a review. It says it is good. I go grapple hook and do slash thing and it feels nice. <laughs> <laughs> Another review posted February 3rd. More like Sekiro. I cried more than twice. I mean, I can't argue with that. And then someone posted ASCII art of the Chad meme. And it says average Sekiro shadows die twice enjoyer. I wonder if that will work in Discord. I'm going to try copy and pasting this ASCII art. There it is. Run away. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that people still do ASCII art. Yeah. I know, it's nuts. Like, like that's some dedication to an outdated format. Like, that shit was all, was all over fucking GameFAQs walkthroughs. This GameFAQs, GameFAQs is still around, wow. Yep, it is. Surprisingly. And it still looks the way it did in, like, 2006. Yeah, it has not changed at all. Uh, it's still a forum. <laughs> I still use it for shit. It's still active. A lot of the last posts and a lot of these boards were like five minutes ago. Poll of the day. So Russia's conflict with the Ukraine with Ukraine begins. I got to stop saying the Ukraine because that was only a thing when it was in like the USSR. Right. See, I always thought it was the Ukraine, like how the Netherlands is the Netherlands. If that makes any sense. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. Anyway, in case anybody was wondering, we stand with the people of Ukraine. Yeah. Just want to like, get that out of the way. Uh, I know we have some fans last time we checked from over in the Eastern European area. Oh, yeah. I don't can, remember exactly where. I can check our um, analytics. I don't remember if we have any Russian fans. We might. Germany, Denmark, Finland, Sweden, France. Less than 1% in Russia. And there's not enough data to know, like, where in Russia. But still somewhere in Mother Russia. There's at least one person listening. And we appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, but I kind of feel obligated to say this. Fuck Putin. Yes. Hopefully the person in Russia listening is also on that camp. Why don't you be Putin himself? Oh god. Fuck you. Could you, ima- Could you imagine if Putin spent his fucking time listening to D&D podcasts? You know, I mean, that would be the weirdest fucking like 
whoa, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, right. That would be so fucking weird. Anyway. <clears throat> yeah, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Onwards and upwards. Uh, so let's go default to our normal topic. Oh, wrestling? Uh, what the fuck do we think is the announcement? And just we're, so we'll have to date this. This is before the go home show for Revolution 2020. Right, where the big announcement's being teased. Man, um, I'm in love with the the idea that Tony Khan bought Ring of Honor and plans and to Cody's make it develop. It. Yeah, and plans to make it their developmental. I gotta say, that is my favorite conspiracy theory on it right now. Mine too. And I can see it happening, but I just, I don't see it being likely. What's got me interested is the fact that Tony has mentioned lawyers and NDAs have been involved. Yeah. That's That's... something big. And I'm wondering if it is a streaming service. And if it is a streaming service, that makes ROH more likely because of that tape library. Yeah. How many of their guys started there? Right. I mean, fucking like everybody almost. How much of all of their major players? How many of WWE's mid to upper cards started there? Exactly. Like fucking. Just like Seth Rollins, Tyler Black, like, come on. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. um, Sami Zayn. Yeah. Uh, if you want to get real technical, Finn Balor went through there a little bit. Oh, did he? I believe he was in Ring of Honor for a date or two. I could be wrong on that, but like, there's so many of the modern names that have been through Ring of Honor. Let me just do a quick... Joe, AJ Styles. Huh. No matches for Ring of Honor on Finn Balor's Wikipedia. Okay, I was wrong. I thought he went through it. He wrestled for NWA um, and TNA for, like, one match. He participated in a tournament. That may be what I'm remembering, because Impact Ring of Honor did a few things. Yeah. In June 2007, Devitt participated in a tournament for the NWA called Reclaiming the Glory, which was crowned a new NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Championship had been controlled by TNA for several years, but in 2007, NWA had terminated its agreement with TNA. Okay, yeah, I, okay, yeah. I got confused. In the, fr- in the first round, Devitt defeated Australian wrestler, wrestler Mikey Nichols, but lost in the second round to Brian Danielson. Yeah. Y- yeah. <laughs> God, the fact we got the American Dragon back. I know. Fucking uh, Danielson's new character is so goddamn good. Well, it's not really even a new character. No, like, that's what people don't realize is that, like, old school Danielson was a dick. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's great. A violent, aggressive dick. A sadistic asshole. And you love them for it. The uh, the other rumor for the big announcement is the AEW versus NJPW Supercard. See, I don't see lawyers and NDAs being involved for that. 
Me neither. Like Although, I do have some fun matchups. Oh, yeah, there's some great matchups that could happen there, but, like, I don't... I don't see that being it just based on what we know is involved. Right, right. But in We a, also have a big announcement on BTE tomorrow. Oh, yeah, shit. There, yeah, you're right. But I think that's just for uh, an, a location. Are they finally going West Coast? That's what the speculation is. What's the furthest out west they've been? Salt Lake City? Vegas. Vegas, right. But those have basically just been for, I think, two double or nothings and one of the weeklies that was out there for that week. Huh. Surprises me they haven't locked down like a location in L.A. or somewhere. But I know for the majority of AEW's existence, there's pandemic. Yeah. Well, so, let's be honest, should have killed them. It should have, but it didn't. As much as I love AEW, the fact that they survived the pandemic in their like first year and a half is just... Hey man, the cons got some deep pockets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, but it's not like they also didn't grow the audience during that little bit. Right, Slowly right. but surely they did. So mm-hmm. like... True, and they figured about like a bunch of their... They figured out a bunch of their shit. Like, they got a lot of good storylines, like, solidified and ran through. Hikaru Shida's entire reign as AEW Women's Championship champion was good. The entire yeah. Hangman story, just from beginning to end. Yeah. Kenny's oh, reign as the champion was also good. <laughs> Everything about oh, it was just good. Cocaine Kenny. Cocaine Kenny. Uh, 69 anime, me, Don. Anime villain Kenny. <laughs> legitimately though cartoon villain Kenny because when they went off on the fucking uh, golf cart and he was literally shouting out Dr. Claw <laughs> from fucking Inspector Gadget oh man yeah, these guys time. are dorks and I love them for it wrestlers are just dorks big fucking I mean, buff dorks like, come on. At heart, they all have to be theater nerds. It's acting. Yeah. You're not wrong. That's why the fucking last generation was so toxic about it. It's like they didn't want to admit they had an interest that wasn't, you know, straight up macho macho. It's like, okay, you like to act. You like to strip down into your skivvies and wrestle other oiled up dudes. Great. Go out there, make it look good and tell a good story. I don't care. Like you're getting hung up on the wrong shit, dude. <laughs> right. So, do you have any theoretical AEW versus New Japan matches? Shit. So I have quite a few. Okay. Well, let's like right off the top, uh, Kenny and Okada again, because I'm always up for that. Or Ke- Kenny and Naito again, because again. Always up for that. What about Kenny uh, versus Ibushi? <laughs> Make everybody cry. But but they're supposed to come back and 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 and, and reunite and, and you know be be together. 
And then they kiss. And now kiss. No, uh, <laughs> uh, I'd be down honest- to seeing, uh, like, Okada versus Danielson. Oh, yeah, no, that'd be a good one. Uh, Danielson versus Tanahashi. Yes. I want to see more uh, with Tanahashi and Hangman because Tanahashi years ago called out Hangman as being a megastar. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, Let me look it up. Well, uh, we're still talking, uh, but he said uh, that he saw something in Hangman. You know what? We have to have a fight to determine the one true Tranquilo. Yeah. Naito versus Andrade. uh, You're missing somebody for that. Am I? Who's the most Tranquilo in wrestling? Who gives the least amount of fucks? I'm drawing a blank. It's fucking Orange Cassidy. Oh, right. Tell me interactions between Naito and Orange Cassidy would not be killer. That would fuck. Naito would love him. No, uh, the quote is backstage stuff, but it was uh, Adam Page is like nobody else. He's too good for Bullet Club. Leave him to me. I'll remove the poison inside him. Damn. But like... Too good for Bullet Club. Holy shit, that's an endorsement. Which, yeah, let's talk about that uh, heating back up. That the uh, Tongans, the Gorillas of Destiny, were booted. (laughs) Bullet Club is fine. Switchblade uh, kicked them out before Tama had a chance to kick him. And brought the Good Brothers back in. And then tagged the Bucks on Twitter who then retweeted it and put in their bio, we never really liked Tama anyway. <laughs> it oh, looks like man. we're getting... And all this happened in Impact, surrounding an NJPW faction. Uh, can we say Super Show is coming? Right, right. Can we say there's the Bullet Club war we were supposed to get is about to happen? Fuck, man. That's going to be so good. And. Can we say we can finally drop House of Torture out of this bullshit? House of Torture? Uh, it's evil. You remember when evil took over Bullet Club because Jay White couldn't travel? Oh, yep. House of Torture has been Dick Togo, evil, and like uh, Gato and Jato. And it's, uh. Uh, it's, it's so bad. It's bad. It's so no. bad. Terrible. No, that's unfortunate. Fucking terrible. I haven't been watching NJPW. I just. I've been keeping up with it. Uh, I find it easy. Go ahead. I find it easier to keep up with that on Twitter and whatnot, whereas I actually have the uh, subscription for Cyberfight. So I get DDT, uh, TJPW. Gonna be pro, I think is what it's called. Hmm. Noah, I get a a bunch of the uh, smaller ones. Let me. Uh, where is it? Can I just say oh. one thing? I'm not sure. There you go. Really... Nope, nope, nope. That was one thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
I would be fine if Gallows and Anderson weren't in Bullet Club. I mean... I understand that they were like OGs, but like... I feel like... Anderson is OG. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I feel like the shine on the Good Brothers is kind of worn off a little bit. For me, anyway. Not that they're really, like, that shiny to begin with, but, like... Eh. I mean... Does that make any sense? Like, the the way I feel about Gallows and Anderson right now, right now is just like... Eh. But I love Sour Boy. <laughs> and I do gotta admit, there have been a couple episodes of Talk and Shop before it was its own podcast on, like, Talk is Jericho and stuff that were really, really funny. Look, I know it's not everybody's sense of humor, but I love the crude bullshit. Yeah, it's great. It's like, it's very, love, it's very South Parky. I love Sex Ferguson. <laughs> Sex Ferguson is great. I will give him that. It can get really bad, but by the time he's gotten so bad, I am laughing so hard from everything else. Like they made Southpaw. Right, right. And that's like one of the biggest things I miss with all the releases is that we never got a, that final season of uh, Southpaw. Because you know, it was so goddamn hilarious. <laughs> I still have only seen like one episode of Southpaw. <laughs> you, watch them all. They're hilarious. Like you get to see such a different side of so many of them. Like, you actually get to see like the beginnings of comedy scene and now in it. You know, I am still a poor sap that has a subscription to WWE network. Like it, it it's great. Speaking of WrestleMania is coming up already. Eh, yeah, well, um, so about that championship unification match. Yeah. Let's not talk about it because it's fucking dumb. It is dumb. I am hoping it's probably not going to happen. It's probably a wasted hope, but like, can we get the big gold belt back? Yeah, that's not happening. As much as I would love it, it's not happening. I want big gold back, though. Goldie was pretty, but it ain't going to happen. Also, we got the Mysterios versus The Miz and Logan Paul. And if you believe some people, Cody's in there somewhere. Just can. Can Logan Paul go away for a bit, at least in wrestling? Can, can that whole family go, go away for a little bit? <laughs> right. Oh, man. I want to look at the Revolution card again, because even though it's... It's a... It, I mean, it's going to be a hell of a show. Because AEW always does really good pay-per-views. Um, but, like... Out of all of their pay-per-views so far, it is one of the weaker cards. Yeah, we thought that about one of the previous ones, and it ended up being fucking phenomenal, so. That was probably All Out last year, wasn't it? For uh, Full Gear? I believe it was Full Gear. What was yeah, with uh, Wrestle Universe, I get DDT, Noah, TJPW, and uh, Ganbari Pro. Nice. Do you want to do a quick predictions to end this episode? Uh, yeah, since we're not that far out from Revolution, we can 
obviously there's going to be a couple matches added this week that we aren't going to have predictions for. Right. But what we got, we can. So, Jade Cargill versus Ty Conti for the TBS championship. Uh, I got to go Jade. I don't think they're having her drop it yet. Same. Actually, and same. I, and I'm too big a, too big a mark for Jade. <laughs> I love her. She's great. Oh, she's she fantastic. Gets better. She gets better every time she's out there, and that pump kick is fucking killer. It's so good. I almost want her to elevate that to a secondary finish and get a new signature. She's that good with it. You know, I can agree with that. Then there's the Andrade Hardy family. I hate that name. The heart, the honestly, AHFO. Honestly, if we're being like completely honest with ourselves there, this whole thing is just a holding pattern until Jeff can actually come in. Yeah. Which apparently is going to be sometime soon. Like you can see Matt falling further and further and uh, getting more and more unstable. Because he's I think falling back to broken and then they're going to bring in Brother Nero. Because I believe broken Matt works with a crowd, not in a crowdless auditorium. Right. You bring in him with Brother Nero and you're going to get a good pop. Also, you're- if. Th- if his if Matt's YouTube channel is anything to go by, this is going to be their final run. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing a lot, too. And honestly, I can't think of a better place for them to do it with the tag division in AEW. Yeah, absolutely. Like, let's have them run the, the Bucks again. FTR, Proud and Powerful, uh, Private Party. The story writes its fucking self. Mm hmm. Uh, if we want to, we can pull SCU back together with some kind of convoluted explanation. Uh, if Darius is healed, the Martin brothers top flight. Oh yeah. Fuck them with Jeff. Shit. I just remembered that I haven't seen top flight in for fucking ever. Darius blew out his knee real bad. I think Oh, it was a leg injury. That's why he's been out so long. That sucks. Uh, that sucks so hard. Let's see who else we got. Uh, really, any Jurassic Express. Yeah, any combination of Death Triangle, Lucha Bros, or all, either of them with pot, uh, Pack. Okay, yeah, uh, I saw I saw a tweet the other day that was like, "If we don't get Jeff Hardy versus Ray Phoenix in some capacity, I will scream." I will need a doctor. <laughs> Same. They they will also will, probably it, need a doctor. It will go past four hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. Anyway, the AHFO versus Sammy Sting and Darby Allen in a six man tornado tag. Uh, one last thing there. Yeah. Can you imagine the promos between Broken Matt and Malachi? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, fuck. The Hardys versus the Kings of the Black Throne. Like, come on. That'll be a, some that'll be some crazy shit right there. That would that that'll would, yeah. lead to a deletion match. I can almost guarantee. Oh. Malachi Brody King. And, and Buddy, Buddy Juice Matthews. Murphy. Yeah. 
Matthews, yeah. In a deletion match would be nuts. So, like, uh, Sammy Sting and Darby are winning. <laughs> uh, yeah. As much as I like Andrade, Matt, and Isaiah Cassidy, like, it's Sammy, Darby, and Sting. <laughs> I can also see there being shenanigans there. Oh, for sure. I can see Sting, Darby, and Sammy losing through shenanigans, but I don't think it's likely. That dastardly Jose, the assistant. The heat. The heat. The fucking heat. Then we got a three-way tag team match for the AEW tag titles. Which we don't have the third team on that just yet. Right. Because there's going to be a casino tag team royale. Yeah, so yeah, we don't even know who's in that. But Jurassic Jurassic Express and Red Dragon are in it for sure. Um, I'm thinking the Bucks may end up in this for storyline purposes. Oh, yeah, you know. Though uh, I could see them doing Proud and Powerful. Right, yeah, that too. So we can't really do a big prediction on this one, but... Uh, tentatively, I'll say Jurassic Express. Yeah, bar, uh, like, without knowing who that third team is, yeah, I, I would feel safe going with the retention. Because mm-hmm. I just, I don't see Red Dragon getting out the tag titles just yet. Yeah. Oh, the next because one's be, oh, sorry. I don't see them giving them the tag titles without Cole getting the big title. True. Which segues into which there's other uh, other matches and this is, you know, main event, but it's a good segue. I see Hangman retaining. Yeah, me too. Which I find it kind of weird. You're going to be using Adam Cole as a interim feud. I don't but... think it's that weird. But I mean, it, it it does seem like a real high profile match just to have Cole lose. Yeah, so I'm wondering if there's not going to be some kind of not so much shenanigans, but something that's like, wait a minute, who are the Bucks gonna side with, Hangman or uh, Cole? Well, if last week was anything to go by, they seem to be actually siding with Hangman if they're not playing games again. Right, right. You can never tell with the Bucks sometimes. And that's how you know they're good. Right. So, oh. Danielson versus Moxley, that's going to get bloody. Now, I have heard rumors this will be a made of first blood match. Ooh. To go with the whole we bleed together. Right. Oh, this is just a sidebar, but uh, Matt Cardona just won another championship. Was that what, five? Uh, six. 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 Okay. He now He's holds six a, titles. He has had such a fucking run since he got released. Yeah. Like, he is such a great fucking smarmy heel. I love it. That would be the NYWC title he's won. Gotcha. Anyway, congrats um, to Matt Cardona. He deserves it. Danielson versus Mox. Ooh, boy. I, that's... Yeah, like, the ultimate brawler versus the ultimate technician. I don't... 
can Mox brute force his way? Yeah, can Mox brute force his way through Danielson? Is basically the story of this one. Such a strong contender for match of the night. Yeah, match of the year, really. And we're not that far into the year. Yeah. It's it's going to be insane, whatever it ends up being, whether it just remains a regular singles match or it's going to be first blood or street fight or whatever. Yeah, I I've they're not like real strong rumors, but I've heard a couple of things that it might be. First blood, I've seen a couple of the uh, mm. dirt sheet guys I follow have been uh, saying they've heard some things, but. Right, um, right. I'm not going to be surprised if that one stays normal, but I could see it going that way if they want to play up the blood aspect. Yeah. And just from the promos back and forth, they're going to bleed. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, going to happen. Given. And then if Mox eventually forms a team with Danielson. Yeah. Who, who, what rookies do we want with them? Oh, God, that's where things get nuts. Yeah. Oh, who did who did Danielson have a match with like a couple of weeks ago? Moriarty? Yes. Yeah. Danielson put him over huge with how Moriarty went hold for hold with him for a while. Mm-hmm. Like that was that was putting a lot of confidence and a lot of oh wait, he's keeping up with Danielson, the best in the world. Uh this is a kid to watch. Shit, throw in Daniel Garcia. See, I I have to disagree with that one. Really? I like the dynamic of him and 2.0 so much better. You know what? That's fair. I like the two goofy dads with their psychotic killer son. <laughs> it, is, it is a good dynamic. It's a great taste. So, next is Jericho versus Kingston. Kingston's got to win that one. And then I feel like if he does, Jericho's not going to be on TV for a hot minute. Yeah, no, I I feel like this is a pretty predictable Kingston wins to prove Jericho wrong, mm-hmm. that he can win the big one. And, and then I think we get this final dissolution of the inner circle. Which, if we're being honest, is a long time coming. Yeah, Inner Circle lasted a lot longer than I expected it to. Um, Like, honestly, after the second uh, stadium stampede, I figured that would be like, okay, they got to be done soon. Well, didn't they have that one match? I forget who it was against where they had that matchup they lost they had to disband. Was that them in the pinnacle? Yeah, it was. I almost... Like, I could have swore Pinnacle would was going to win that one. Yeah, same. But, no, I... Kingston and Jericho, I think, is going to be Dark Horse contender for Match of the Night. For sure. I mean, because, I, I don't have strong feelings about the storyline, but it's Kingston and Jericho, it's going to be a good match. Yeah, it's not so much going to be any technical Marvel so much as these two are going to put a fuck ton of emotion into it. They're going to beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. Um, we still got one person left on the ladder the, match. Uh, yeah. On the, uh, 
face of the revolution ladder match, but I'm fairly confident in saying that that's Wardlow's match. Because it's going to, it's going to feed into the storyline with MJF where Mm -hmm. any title or shot Wardlow gets automatically goes to MJF. Right. Yeah. So we got Keith Lee versus Wardlow versus powerhouse Hobbs versus Ricky Starks versus orange Cassidy versus to be determined. The beef in that fucking... I know. You got three fucking huge slabs of meat, and then you got Ricky Starks and Orange Cassidy. I'm (sighs) almost wondering if that last person is going to be one of the super small guys. Right. Just so they can play catch with them. (laughs) Like, fuckers are getting thrown in this match. There's going to be a a contest between the three big men on who can toss one of the small guys the farthest. I guarantee it. It will be a spot. I have a bold prediction. Wardlow is going to powerbomb somebody off the ladder, and it's going to collapse the ring. (laughs) I don't think they're going to do that, because if you're going to collapse the ring, you have to do it as the main event, and it won't go, uh, go on over the title. True, true. And since it's the face of the Revolution ladder match, this might be like the first match of the main card. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the other ones have opened or been fairly early in the card. Right. Or it might even be like the buy-in match. Also, we could have a Joker here. They may not fill that last spot. True. And if that's the case... Oh, who the... Okay. Who do I think it is? Cesaro. Yeah, it's Claudio. If they, if it's a Joker, it's Claudio. Because for those who don't know, Cesaro didn't renew his WWE contract and let it expire. So he's officially a free agent. He can show up. He could have showed up Friday if he wanted. He could have. He could show up Wednesday. Man. Ah. Oh. I, that's a hard one to determine, but I really feel like Wardlow's going to get it. Yeah, like I can see them having Hobbs or Starks win to give uh, Team Taz some shine. But I'm almost positive they're going storyline on this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, another uh, person who might be in the to be determined spot. Um. Brian Cage. Yeah, there is that report that he was just uh, had his extension picked up, which kind of weird, but I know we haven't seen him in months. Oh, that's because he's outshined by every other person in the faction he was in. True. He doesn't have a lot of charisma. He's a big flippy guy, but that's about it. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, it could be Claudio, could be Brian Cage, could be literally anybody else. We have no idea. Yeah, there could even be a qualifier this Wednesday that hasn't been announced yet. Yeah. All right, we got three more matches. There's Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa, and I feel like this is Thunder Rosa's time. Yeah, no, this is, uh, Rosa's coronation. And then Britt's gonna feud with Jamie Hayter, because I feel like Jamie Hayter is, like, not in on the... She's getting tired of Brit shit. Yeah. Exactly. 
Uh, we got CM Punk versus MJF in a dog collar match. That one is going to be nasty. Yeah. That one's just going to be a brutal fight. And it's going to be emotional. That one is not going to have a lot of technical shit in it. It's not going to have a happy ending. You're going to have some holds here, a slam there, but that's just going to be a brutal fight. Mm -hmm. And I can't fucking wait. I think MJF wins. Like, honestly, if anyone ends CM Punk's winning streak, it's MJF. Yeah, but here's the thing. Do they have him win clean? Ooh, that's a good question. I really don't know. I really don't know. All I know is that MJF wins that match for sure. He's got Because to. you can't really have Wardlow. I mean, you can, but it's a little weird to have him interfere in that match while he still has his match. Right. Though, depending on match order, he'll have already gone. Mm-hmm. So him uh, coming out to interfere makes a little more sense. And then we got, we already discussed Hangman versus Adam Cole. Yeah. And say, Hangman say retains. Hangman. Yeah, because I think MJF goes off with the win, and it builds up for him versus Hangman, and I think he's dethroning hang- Hangman. The, I think MJF is our next uh, champ. Yes. The question is when. I feel like maybe around All Out. That's h- how I feel. I don't think it's going to be a double or nothing. I think it's going to be a longer feud. Like maybe Hangman has to go through Wardlow at uh, double or nothing and have that tie into the Wardlow MJF feud too. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Also has a reason to bring Dark Order back prominent with Hangman. With exactly. uh, the rest of Pinnacle. Ooh, Dark Order versus Pinnacle feud. Let's get it. Yeah, because I want uh, FTR versus the Smash Brothers. FTR versus literally any combination of Dark Order would be great. Shit, yeah, them versus the Beaver Boys. <laughs> yep. God. Them with Johnny is going to be nuts. Guys, we love AEW. Yeah. Just a little too much sometimes. But it's deserved. And that's our predictions for AEW Revolution. Ending the episode. (laughs) Right. Thank you guys so much for listening if you want to get in touch with us we're on twitter at ambiguous pod we're on facebook facebook.com slash ambiguous pod subscribe to our youtube channel moral ambiguity podcast just give that a search it should be like one of the first results if not the first result um do you find everything in the link tree i feel like i don't mention the link tree too often but it says linktr.ee slash moral ambiguity you find literally every link there it like the links to us being on like iHeartRadio and shit. We're on iHeartRadio. Yeah, I I mentioned it a long time ago. I don't blame you for forgetting. Huh. We're on iHeartRadio, we're on Google Podcasts, which I hardly knew was a thing. We're on a lot of different platforms. What else do I usually say at the end of videos? Or videos? Owners. Podcasts. <laughs> Did you even hear me? No, I heard you say boners. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, 
I'm sorry, I'm a 12-year-old. <laughs> I, I have a terrible, terribly juvenile sense of Same, humor. though. Good night, everybody. Later.